Top of the morning. Top of the Tuesday morning. Yeah. Hope everyone had a good holiday, a nice weekend. Yes. It is the dose. Welcome back. Jeremy Clevin, the magic man, Mark Hutchins over there. Would you look at him? I'm looking at him. Byron the Beast Mode Filson's here too. Hey, yeah, man. yeah, we got the crew here. We got Tina bringing some. Tina stayed. Tina stayed the, the weekend. <laughs> yeah, extended stay America. <laughs> extended Filson. Yeah, Just extended so stay. So relaxed now. <laughs> so lovely. Thank you though, Tina. It's always a great series. I, we love having you on the dose. Tina, have I ever told you I love you? In the most professional. <gasps> You know, you're That's you're so awesome. Sweet, sweet. We love having you on. Like, Thank you. you know, the, the way love that, off Valentine's Day the way is still in his heart. Still in the love. I'm still showing the love. Still in his you heart. You know what I mean? Valentine's mm-hmm. Day is all year, Mark. <laughs> I don't need one, one day. I don't need one day to tell it's me to love, just Mark. one day. <laughs> love That's all year. <laughs> uh, but for real, it's it's uh, the way that you break things down and people need to go back and listen to it if you're, you know, uh, re-listen to it. And I think that this being armed with this knowledge. And again, I know people can go on the Cromford report, but it's much better coming from your mouth, Tina, the way that you piece things together and the education for people and agents need this in the arsenal to mm-hmm. be, a, to not be a commodity, to be again, valuable and a resource for their clients. And we need mm-hmm. to understand what's going on around us. And again, some of these things we can talking about, you know, speculating so to speak why things are happening and you know mm-hmm. we can go different directions with that but understanding what is happening i think is just is powerful for people so thank you you're welcome <laughs> appreciate it my pleasure yes yes indeed so mark hooked us yes, a long hook over the weekend a long hook, 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 of hook. again you let us <laughs> you, you you brought us up to speed where are we at that state of the union so to speak of what's going on in the marketplace and again phoenix metro lead we lead the way from the mm-hmm. market itself to the <laughs> the uh, uh, the tech and that that goes on in this this mm-hmm. you know uh, community uh, around the country. So um, if there is something that's going to lead to a correction, you know, how long out there do you see that being? What does that look like? What could it be? Well, it, funny that you should mention that they all look at Phoenix. Like somehow we've gotten the wonderful position of the canary in the coal mine somehow. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like if right. something happens in Phoenix, we must be the it's, first ones out. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily the <clears throat> truth on that. Right. But here's the thing um, for people who are worried or expecting or, you know, somehow somehow waiting for this mysterious crash to happen. First of all, crashes don't happen because it's time. Okay. It's not like, oh, this is just one of those cyclical markets. It's like, ding, all of a sudden everything goes down. It's really not how it works. Right. It's, um, I love your line. Prices don't go down just because it's time. Yeah, it does. Yeah. They don't just say, oh, it's time to go <laughs> yeah. down now. It yeah. just doesn't happen that way. There's typically there's a reason and there are precursors to it. Okay. So first of all, this is the one thing you need for crashing. One thing and one thing only. And when we talk crash, let's define what a crash is. A crash is, you know, like what we saw in 2008, like over 50% drop in value of your home, that's right. a crash. Mm-hmm. 10% drop, mm, uh, would you call that a crash? No, a correction or yeah. a, a little... But that's what they're actually talking about, first of all. When they, when they, the people, the media, if you read some of these articles and they start talking about crashes, when you actually see what they define a crash as, you're looking at a 10% drop. Well, they got to get our attention, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, 10%, 10% but here's the thing, scare for people. a crash, this is what you need, desperate sellers. Desperate sellers with no 
other choice. That's it. So what creates a desperate seller? Having a bad loan where you are don't you owe more than it's worth Loss of that job. you put a hundred you had a hundred percent financing on an adjustable <clears throat> rate mortgage. Do we have those now? No. Most people are a thirty year fixed. Most people bought their freaking house in two thousand eleven for a dollar. <laughs> right? Literally. For a thirty year mortgage on that. If you can't afford a five hundred dollar payment for thirty years, I don't know if I can help you. Yeah. I mean, but- it's just you need a desperate seller. Desperate sellers are, have job losses. Desperate mm-hmm. sellers are sick. Desperate sellers um, need to move in with people. So what you'll see is household formation will start to shrink. Mm-hmm. You know, kids will continue to live with their parents. Parents will continue to live with their kids. Um, you have a, a, an air of desperation. We do not have that right now. If anything, in like fact, you mentioned offline, starting to cut you off, is that yeah. we have more people because, again, people that are waiting longer to get married, mm-hmm. or maybe they were obviously married and now one household becomes two, mm-hmm. you know, which is unfortunately becoming more common. But now we have it's going the opposite way. Yeah. You've got people, we're actually seeing household formation increase, and right. we're seeing a historical high of single person households. So, again, what you will see is people starting getting roommates, families living together, things like that. It will start that way. But here's the thing. Um, we don't have major red flag indicators on that right now. Everything in Phoenix is is looking very stable on that so side. So there's really nothing in your opinion that could potentially cause not in the short term. Something but here, down. here but is what about long term? Like here is the something, the stock market as far as like the app bubble, okay. the whatever, you know. Let's let's talk about the stock market <laughs> versus the real estate market, okay? Well, they don't they're yeah, different, but just everybody no, no, thinks no. of it last year or last time as like holy cow. They move at different speeds. People feel yeah. like real estate can change overnight and prices drop overnight. And that just Doesn't that happen. literally does not happen. If you can consider the stock market like a little speedboat. And the real estate market, like a big tanker, huge tanker. Cruise liner. Cru- whatever, yeah. Jet ski and a cruise liner. Yeah, yeah I was just throwing <laughs> So the thing is, you turn the wheel, like something shifts. Your the market shifts. If the market shifts, that speedboat will turn on a dime and you can lose $100,000 like that, right? That's what people are afraid of. Mm-hmm. That wheel shifts on that big oil tanker, it takes a long time. Long and you see it coming. You see it. You see it. Oh, look, that's moving. I can get off now. Like there's all kinds of things, all kinds of choices. So what we do is we look at supply and demand. We have our indicator, which is the Cromford Market Index. The Cromford Market Index indicated that the market was shifting hard in 2005. Right. And weakening hard, like catastrophically bad in 2005. When did prices decline? I was going to say they peaked high in in spring of 2006. Six and seven. They catastrophically fell in 2008. Mm -hmm. You had two years to respond to that. You actually, if you had our indicator, you had a full from March all the way to November to respond to that and get out of your house. Then you had a nice little balance market in 06 and seven. But the problem is in people's mindsets, did they did not know that the market has shifted because who notices the difference between 45 appreciation, 35% appreciation, 25% appreciation. That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Right. And who notices the difference between 75 backup offers and 55 backup offers and 35 backup offers. You know what I mean? Right. That kind of weakening. But now that we have indicators that help us recognize when something's shifting, then you do need to listen to your realtor 
realtors, I mean, they know what's going on, especially if they listen to your show. And especially and, if they're uh, Cromford Report subscribers or listen to Tina. It gives you a six month, you have at least six months to respond to it. If you know the market's shifting, you get your house on the market and you sell it and you be happy with whatever you get, because that will probably be the most. But the fact is that if you are looking to buy or sell, you always want to be buying and you always want to be selling in a seller's market. You shouldn't be doing anything in a buyer's market. Nothing. You wait. You're always working in seller markets. And so right now our seller market is so strong. Just to give you an idea, 100 is a balanced market. Anything over 110 is a seller's market. Do you know where our comfort market index right now is? Hmm. 215. Wow. wow. It has to, before our prices even go flat to the rate of inflation, that index has to go from 215 down to 110. That could take at least six months. And then it takes another six months for prices to actually respond to it. So I can tell you right now, in 2020, we are not going to see a price reduction. We're not seeing prices decline in this year. And you are usually a little bit hesitant to make those types of predictions. And I so know. this is bold yeah, coming bold from Tina. Statement. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. For yeah. me, like I mitigate risk. I'm right. like, I'm very anti-risk. Yeah. Well, I mean, the numbers are just like, right. if it shifts, I will tell you. But sure. the fact is that right now that indicator is rising. It is not even declining. Mm-hmm. It's not even close to declining right now. But if it is, then you'll hear me come back on the show and say, listen, if it starts dropping catastrophically, I'm going to let you guys know you sell every home you can right now. I know we have more buyers than there are sellers right now, but there are folks in various price points that are on the fence or they're questioning. And this is a great piece for people to be armed with right now of getting your buyers off the fence. Yes. If your buyer there, can afford out it. There. The fact is that the more they wait, the the more they're going to have to go to Home Depot and learn how to fix their own sinks and stuff. Because, I mean, you're going to get a house that's a fixer-upper for right. your budget. Um, and if you're waiting for another 2009 or 10, where the government's going to come and bribe you to buy homes, that's, <laughs> right. that's uh, you know, first-time home buy credits. Yeah. That, that is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So if you're waiting for another one of those, um, you're, waiting a long time. It, you're, you're just going to price yourself out of the market. And I hope you're getting big raises so that some point you can afford it. But the fact is this, if you can afford it now for a 30 year period and you feel confident that you can sustain that payment, just do it, do it because we're running out of houses. By the time you get around to it, you might be looking at a condo. It's true. Good points. Good Good stuff. Tina, Tina, you to you to best. We're going to stop there for today, Tina, but one more, a little bit tough love. We got one more. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yes. Yeah. We want to thank our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. We'll be back for one more day with Tina Tambor. Manana. See ya. See ya. Bye bye. Later.